0: The wellness revolution starts now.
1: Hello, I'm Doctor. Steve Hotsy. Welcome to the program. It's my pleasure today to interview a longtime guest here at the Hotsy Health and Wellness Center, Catherine Ritchie. As you know, I've recently done a podcast with her about her really amazing, remarkable story. And if you haven't seen that, you really need to hear her story. It's a remarkable story. uh, uh, How she got her life back and how she went from being menopausal at the age of 28, according to the Mayo Clinic, never expected to ever have a baby. How Now she's expecting number seven. You need to hear her story. It is a tremendous story and it will give you encouragement. But today I wanted to visit with Catherine about her Son, Edmund, little Eddie, and uh, Eddie was born when In what year?
0: Uh, 2015. In
1: 2015, now he was the third of uh, of of the of the clan that the Richies have now. As I mentioned, Catherine's expecting number seven, so that's really remarkable. But Eddie is number three, little Eddie. So tell us about Eddie and his birth and tell us about everything that happened and and what kind of health problems he had. Okay.
0: Well, uh, when Eddie was born, I noticed right away that he just, he just didn't seem as strong as my other children. And we didn't quite know why he was just thinner, lower birth weight. And he, uh, just screamed. He, he literally just screamed all day. There was one day I timed it. He screamed 17 hours straight besides falling asleep. Two times for twenty minutes, just as a little newborn, and we did not know what to do. But we figured it had to be something with allergies. We thought could it be my breast milk? Does, does he need formula? What do we do? We just had never, uh, never, quite encountered anything like this before. The pediatrician really didn't know what to do, but he just seemed like he wasn't thriving as a baby, and so.
1: And what did uh, the pediatrician tell
0: you? Um, you know, it could be colic sometimes well, babies just what, cry what, <laughs> i know is call like even me so you could try stopping uh stop breastfeeding so we actually did which I regret now in some ways but I also I know God allowed everything you know for his reasons and his glory but I tried to find the best organic formula that I could find just to try to help him um even tried goat's milk but he seemed to just start getting a a rash all over his body from goat's milk. He wasn't responding well to the formula. Um, eventually, I started trying to give him foods. I just would puree foods because he seemed to react to any citric acid in a lot of the baby foods. And he just seemed that everything I was giving him was causing more allergies. I I, I had dealt with some allergies with one of my other children and but this I was had, this, yeah, was a this skin is just allergy, this eczema. was not normal, and I, I couldn't kind of find. Oh, it's bananas! It wasn't like this. It was everything was making him scream. Everything was giving him this rash, and this rash was just growing more and more throughout and, his body.
1: You can see, you can see through these uh, pictures here on the screen. You can see how bad he looked. He just had this terrible rash. It looked like he'd been burned all over his body, right. didn't he? Right. I really mm-hmm. have never seen eczema that. Horrific in my life, anywhere, and we've seen a lot of people, a lot of children with eczema, but nothing like that.
0: And it just kept growing. So I finally went on steroids because the pediatrician didn't really know what else to do. So we so started steroid creams, right, for him. But the more we used them, at first it seemed to help a little bit, but the more we used them, the more he needed, and we were just blobs of steroids all over. And his skin started thinning and almost seemed like it was detaching from his bones a little bit. Kind of, I feel like, you know, when you cook a marshmallow over a fire, it gets that weird feel. That's kind of how his body seemed to just detach somehow. And the skin actually started falling off. In some places, his body was just weeping at times, just oozing, just oozing blood and yellow smell. Mm. And the more we used the steroids, it actually started covering Even his stomach, where it hadn't been before, is over everything except his nose.
1: And that went on for how long? Uh,
0: Probably about a year. And honestly, my husband and I didn't tell each other at the time, but there was a Christmas. I guess it was about a year and a half. Oh, he was also losing weight drastically. We both thought separately that he was going to die, and we didn't know what to do.
1: Mm -hmm. And then what happened?
0: And we thought of y'all. You had helped me so much. And we thought, I wonder if he sees children. I wonder if he could help us figure out what's going on. So we made an appointment and brought little Eddie into your clinic. Ooh,
1: that's right. And so one of the first things we did uh, is started him on some thyroid. Yes. Now, most people don't think, most people think of middle aged individuals, particularly women, as needing thyroid. Most women in middle midlife really do need thyroid. They really do. But most people don't think of little children, in fact little babies needing thyroid. But one key feature in low thyroid in children is a failure to thrive. Because they don't the thyroid gland produces the thyroid hormones, which enable your cells to produce energy. It develops your metabolic rate. And it also when you have good metabolism, good energy production, everything functions well, including the immune system. But when the immune system doesn't have the energy to work well and you have problems with underlying allergic disorders, it just puts the, the whole system in a state of imbalance. And it manifests itself, in the case of Eddie, in just this diffuse eczema all over his body, which just looked horrible in fact you had to put gloves on his hands so yes he yes and... he
0: actually slept at night and actually throughout the day we we use something called scratch me not sleeves that he couldn't get on um off he wore footed pajamas for probably about the first three years of his life every day I couldn't even put him in the car without you know just with normal pants because he'd pull his pants up and just start scratching until he just bleed, would bleed yeah,
1: yeah. So we came in, we started mm-hmm. him on some thyroid. I think mm-hmm. he was about a year and a half when he came yes. in. And mm-hmm. how did he respond on thyroid?
0: That was amazing. He, uh, like you mentioned, immune, it impacts the immune system. And he had very poor immune health. Every time the kids would get sick, he would be on the sofa struggling just to breathe. You know, and all it was was a cold. And yet for him, he looked like he was maybe dying. And so uh, it impacted his immune health. It started strengthening his overall body. It he started to gain weight. He started to have energy. He spent so much of the first few years of his life, especially before he had thyroid, just laying on the sofa. All he wanted to do was just lay there and maybe watch cartoons or have someone read a book. He he didn't have the energy to get up and be a little normal boy.
1: And so then we also tested him for allergies. Yes. Right. And, yes. and started him on sublingual. Right. He drops. tested
0: for huge amount almost every food actually he seemed to have some sort of a reaction to so he started on these drops
1: him on allergy drops mm-hmm. and how did that help with the eczema and
0: it it, it did it didn't it started to make a significant difference at the same time we had pulled him off of um the steroids, the steroids and he was on the thyroid he was doing the drops we started to see him healing uh In a way that we really had kind of given up hope that that was possible so we are grateful
1: and then uh, we developed another besides using sublingual rather than shots for allergies Mm -hmm. we use sublingual drops for allergies under the tongue and we use those on a daily basis two or three drops under the tongue on a daily basis to help people with airborne and food allergies but then uh, we became aware of another treatment called low-dose immunotherapy, and that's where we have—it's uh, a treatment that's been devised by a physician here in the country uh, that we, we had known about a similar treatment, and it offered low-dose uh, allergy therapy. Now, this is low-dose immunotherapy. And it only requires the individual that has the allergy is being treated to take three drops under the tongue once every seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Which you go like, how in the world can that work? It used to be when I started, and this practice started as an allergy practice, we gave people a shot once a week. Right. They came in for shots. Then I learned about allergy. Sublingual drops. And in 1994 95, we began to use sublingual drops, which had always used in kids, but on all our adults. I had about 1,300 active allergy guests. We put them all on the sublingual drops, and they did wonderful. They had to take them every day, but they didn't have to come into the office. And then we developed about two years ago with our um, allergy uh, specialist, uh, Ron Parker who's a physician's assistant, but he's been in allergy for 30 years, and I've known him for 30 years through the Pan-American Allergy Society. He became a specialist in low-dose immunotherapy. So we started immunotherapy on Eddie about, what, two or three years ago?
0: Yeah, I think so, probably three. That was just life-altering for him. He, at the time, was reacting to over 60 foods, and we were really down to four foods left that he wasn't – reacting to from more eczema or having hard time breathing anaphylaxis coughing all the those issues uh when he went on that it was like his entire life changed he started handling foods that he had never been able to handle before our er visits significantly went down he uh, now several years later he's to the point where he can eat almost every food we're still some things are still harder for him um, but even those things, he can have a little bit, and feel kind of like a normal kid, you know. Yeah. And look and at it him. Doesn't impact and him And look as at much. him.
1: Look at Eddie now. What a beautiful young boy he is. It just absolutely. Uh, so you saw the pictures of him earlier with the eczema, and why don't yeah. we why don't we put those side by side? Put one of the pictures with the eczema. There you go. Put it right side by side with it, the way he looks today. And so, how has this changed? eddie's life
0: well i just want to mention those pictures it was a really special day when i realized he had freckles i think he was about four and i thought i didn't know you had freckles because i've never seen your face clear so i see those little freckles now and i think just praise god it's a really a miracle and through everything you've done to to give us back our our little boy he's a normal little guy you know he still comes here we're still working through it it's still a process of His whole body having to heal because so many of his organ systems were impacted by all of that. So still a process. He still takes his drops, but he plays, he runs, he gets mad. (laughs) All those things a little boy does, you know, he's very competitive. Just He acts like a normal seven-year-old now after so many years of literally just moaning and groaning on the sofa where he just wanted to be all the time.
1: Well, that is such a remarkable story. In uh, the your the Ritchie family is just full of miracles. You know, God's brought about remarkable yes. miracles in your life. One, saving your life when you, yes. letting you live after that accident and then coming here and letting us have the opportunity to help you have a family and then having a son that has some health problems that we could help him. It's just, and you've brought, so many people here for us to serve. Well, you
0: have answers <laughs> and you, you help in a way that so many other clinics have not helped so many.
1: Well, we count it a privilege and an honor. And that's our purpose. Our goal is to help each one of our guests that come here get on a path of health and wellness naturally so they have a more enjoyable life as they mature. So they've got energy, vitality, and enthusiasm for life. And if that's what you would like, if you've got problems or your family's got problems, health problems, whether they're allergies or problems with fatigue or difficulty with weight or joint muscle aches and pains or asthma, lung problems, recurrent chronic infections, whatever your chronic problems are, heart disease, diabetes, all these things can be treated naturally by getting on a program of health and wellness. And we'd count it a privilege to be able to serve you as we have counted it privilege to be able to serve you and your family, Catherine. Thank you. Thank you, dear. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Dr. Hotsi. God bless you.
2: At Physicians Preference Pharmacy, we understand that the quality of your compounded medications directly affects the way you feel, which is why we believe that your pharmacy should specialize in compounding medications while also delivering extraordinary hospitality and guest service. We believe that both patients and prescribers should accept nothing less than consistency and quality from their compounding pharmacy. This is why we've implemented some of the strictest quality standards in compounding, exceeding standard requirements, achieving PCAB accreditation, which is the Pharmacy Compounding Accreditation Board, an organization that sets the highest standards in compounding pharmacy regarding the safety, cleanliness, and quality of your compounded prescriptions. Because of our commitment to complete health and wellness, we are dedicated to making your medications free of lactose, parabens, artificial sweeteners, and any unnecessary dyes, binders, or fillers present in many other medications, offering you the cleanest products possible.